celebrating 15 years of internet broadcasting. This is the Radio Affliction. And hello everyone. This is Peter Clay, your host for Radio Affliction Tuning Radio, helping me celebrate 25 years in broadcasting, 20 years of Harry Clay Productions, and 15 years of the Radio Affliction. It it seems like yesterday, how time flies. Anyway, here are some of the classics from those years past, from all three of those categories, all set to a tuning radio. The Radio Affliction Tuning Radio is brought to you by ShopMCDMall.com. ShopMCDMall.com. It makes so much sense. Go there and shop till you drop. Three, well, 300, 3,000 stores and counting, and you can get cash back. Sign up today, and then when you do the sign up, it says, did a friend recommend you? Go in there and put my personal email address, claymate777 at gmail.com, and get started in Shop MCD Mall today. Now, that's an important box to remember there, because you want to refer people yourself. You'll get a half percent cash back on the people that you refer. So please do that. ShopMCDMall.com today. And also archive.org. They provide the bandwidth. We couldn't do it without them. Now, enjoy the Radio Affliction Tuning Radio. Hey, buddy. Attention, citizens of the United States of America. If you're trying to cut your food costs, maybe you should try cutting the cheese instead with Dairy Gold Cottage Cheese. It's high in protein and lower in fat than milk, not to mention how it gets you going. And to prove how Dairy Gold Cottage Cheese works in the clutch, here's case history number two. Hi, Dick. How's it going? Not so well, Harry. With this recession and arguing over health care, I just can't seem to balance my food budget. Oh, that's too bad, Dick. Have you tried cutting the cheese instead? Cutting the cheese? Yeah, with Dairy Gold Cottage Cheese. Life has been a new experience for me. You see, I used to be concerned like you about food costs and health care, but Dairy Gold Cottage Cheese gave me the relief I needed. Wow, I feel better already. I can't wait to cut the cheese with Dairy Gold Cottage Cheese. <laughs> This interstate behind me is the fourth major road construction in Wisconsin in the last five years. And it's... I'm, I'm, I'm doing a report. Can I, can I borrow that microphone just for a second? I'm doing a report. I just, just for one second. Okay. And this home behind me is uh, the home of Gordon Elliott. Uh, and as you can see, it's been built around uh, for the past several years and now building up with lots of uh, stores and different kind of strip malls. What? Okay, that, I'm that, doing a report right now. I know, I'm right in the middle. I'm right in the middle of a report. And, and the strip malls are going up, and as you can see, it's really getting to be. A, a... This highway over here was constructed using the latest hey. concrete things. Like hey, and as you can see, the strip malls, as I said, are taking over the whole nation back. here, and they're really, they're really kind of. Uh... Give me that back! Hey, come on, give me that back! And uh, with the highway patrol then being done. Go away! Give me the go away. The bridge construction was done. 
And the rest of the houses, as you can see, have been leveled and raised to uh, make room for more strip malls. And uh, get back, get back. Hey girls, what do real stud muffin guys look for? Silly young teeny boppers or older women? Yes, that's right. Today's real men look towards the older woman. But now, no matter how young you are, you can start looking older immediately with the latest wrinkle in teenage cosmetics. Ms. Wrinkles. Apply in the morning and in just a few short minutes, tiny lines of character and maturity start to appear around your eyes and lips. Suddenly, your whole face is saying, I've been around. I know what I'm doing. And most of all, I know what I want. Of course, different faces say different things. Not everybody sounds like Peter Clay, so we can't be responsible for what yours says. So don't ask anyone's permission. Be grown up right now. Go out and buy Ms. Wrinkles. Hi, this is the man on the street here. We're uh, talking to another citizen out on the street right now. Uh, yes, what is your opinion about women's rights on, on certain issues? How do you feel about that? Haven't I asked you to leave me alone? No, I just want your issue. How do you feel about breastfeeding? I breast thought I told you to stop following yeah, but me. Just one quick little comment. That's I'm, all I'm, I'm asking. I am out. No, seriously, I'm just going to ask I you one question. I am out and have asked you repeatedly to leave me alone, <laughs> and is, yet you keep asking me questions this, over and over. This is the man How many is, times do I have to The man in the uh, we'll, we'll get more information where you can. Seriously, just one little quick uh, answer. How many times? Are you stupid? We'll let her know. Uh, we'll get her answer on it on the next uh, break. Which is, are you sure stupid? you're really, you know, you're don't want to tell me. Yes, Are you it. stupid? I've asked you how many times to stop following. <laughs> there's, there's actually someone took the time to write this. Okay. Probably get paid for it even. But yet there's nothing to really report. Get it? Well, you're going to in just a second. So here's the headline. The okay. buzz on amazing new mosquito repellent. Will it fly? Get the pun there. <laughs> Will it fly? <laughs> so there's a whole article about how the government actually even is searching for more than 50 years. Scientists have finally discovered a number of new mosquito repell repellents that beat DEET. I guess that's one of the yeah, things that you can DEET, use yeah. mm -hmm. um, in, in products to have. But then they say, oh, well, you know, it's, we don't know if it's going to work or... Uh, <laughs> you know, so this is like here's this whole article, and uh, and it comes from the government. So and there's government testing on it. Say, hey, we think we found something, but I don't know if it works. All right, that's story number one. Story number two. It, no, no, wait. I want to go back to story number one because there, there's something that I think about this. Oops. Yeah. It, it, it's, Oops. What'd you do? I think I bumped into something. I stood away from the mic. Okay. No, we're good. But I'm back now. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure I didn't no, break the okay. equipment. Yes. Um. But but the thing I was thinking about this and. It, there's got to be something to this, I think. When it comes to mosquitoes biting people, yes. isn't a lot of it based upon what they eat? On whether or not mosquitoes go after them versus other people? Can't they smell things and sense things? We'll I, I heard things that. that. And, and, and then one of the big things about mosquitoes, obviously, is that they can be also carrying diseases sure. and stuff like that. So, again, whilst we were vaccinated, we have other issues. But in other countries like Africa or something, that's always malaria being the big. I, 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 I want to say that I heard somewhere that if you eat a lot of red meat, mosquitoes will come flocking to you. So maybe before your next show See, or something. See, again, but who, who knows 
to what the because I heard it that if you well, I mean, it, depending on what you eat and what you consume, your sweat can smell differently. Right. All the, all these different parts of your body right. can be different because of it. So right. why wouldn't your blood be a little bit different, or why couldn't a mosquito sense or smell something different? Could be. Why why do they bite us in the first place? Right. Obviously, they know that we're yummy. We are. We're definitely I'm particularly yummy. tasty, but I, you know, hey, I, I, I eat a lot of red meat, so they probably they probably love me. We can we can do an experiment this summer. You eat a lot of red meat, and then I'll you go veggie for a month. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so, yeah, pal. Anyway. You know anybody else? All right, let's move on. <laughs> well, second story is fizzy phone, a mobile phone that runs on Coca Cola. Okay, now part of it, I just wanted to bring up a wireless story to have you here. That's uh, no, a yes, whole separate story. Well, that's more inside than yeah. anything else. But um, a mobile phone. Oh, actually, the headline is, bulky mobile phone chargers could soon be a thing of the past with handsets running on soft drinks instead. Nokia has come up with a product that runs off of Coca-Cola. Well, it, I don't know if, they're, if it's a Coca-Cola plug. If it's just any soda, will do. But anyway, the, when the battery uses the – it's a fully it, – it's, it's taking something up. Why can't I see this here? Oh, here we go. It's using enzymes to catalyze the sugar. In the, to generate electricity, that's what it's doing. And then, so then, when it runs out, it, it expels then just water and oxygen. That, so great idea. And apparently, it works. Nokia has come out, but guess what? Unfortunately, Nokia will not be developing the green uh, green phone prototype any further in the near future. So. Yahoo or Sky News comes out, reports on the story to say thanks, but no thanks. So there's two stories. We got, one's a government research, which upsets me a little bit, to say, hey, here is going to say it, but we're not going to do anything with it. And here's a prototype of something that uh, runs off the thing and gets a reporter and reports on it, but we're not going to do anything with it. Well, the, 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 the person that I have to blame for these reports is you. <laughs> because if it wasn't for guys like you printing these off, nobody would be making them. But isn't it enough to, it's to, like to bring real- up awareness? No, no, though. no. It's kind of like reality TV, sir. Yeah. If nobody's watching it, it's no longer there. So obviously somebody's reading these kind of reports, and obviously these were the ones that caught your attention. The only thing that caught my attention, because I think that's a great idea. The fizzy phone? Yeah. Yeah? That's awesome. You know, it's just like, hey, I, you know, I only need a certain amount of caffeine, so if it only takes four ounces... You know, and I've got eight left in a can that I can consume the rest of. I can have my little fix and then be able to talk in my phone for the rest of the day. Or let's say, you know, three hours because, dang it all, that's all they last anyway. Um, well, time for another Coke anyway. I'm starting to, you know, get a drag here a little bit. So I, I fill it up again. And then here, oh, yeah, I can water my plants now, too, then with the excess, you know, left over on it. Hey, but on what, something- what gets me about I don't care that they're doing this. But the, the thing about it is is that they're doing it. They're getting it reported, and then you say, "Oh, you know, we're we're not going to do it." it reminds, you know, what reminds me of also reminds me of the the old AFL, the Arena Football League. We're running into money problems. We're we we want to save our corporation. We want to save our teams. But here's our idea for doing it: we're not going to play any games. <laughs> you know, and we're not going to play any games for a year, and then we're going to come back. You know what? You know, yeah, it's it's just done. Well, there's, there's a good idea for saving the and that's the same thing here. Here's here's an idea. We're going to come up with ideas. Yeah, but we're not going to do it anyway. I, I'm sure, from what I understand of this article, I'm sure it makes no financial sense at all to make a fizzy phone. It can't make any financial sense because the the means to be able to do something like that can't be that simple. Really? I, no, I wouldn't. You're think Mr. So. Salesman here. You 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 don't think you could market something like that? Um, What's the one thing in in selling a wireless phone 
what are the what are the other than how are you going to use it? Uh, give me some examples here. Isn't one of, isn't battery life one of them? Here's one thing that all you have to do. Don't you usually have a soda with you or something like that? Uh, or? Battery life used to make a difference when selling wireless when every phone had different battery lives, but they're all the same nowadays, so it doesn't give you a difference between any of them. The the point that I'm trying to make though is that. If this was a financially stable idea, they'd probably still be running it, Pete. Okay. But it's not a financially stable idea, I'm sure. Hello, friends. This is Peter Clay, and I'm giving you an opportunity here to punch me in the face. What juice? Mm. to your favorite rock and roll classics on 560 KSFO. 560 KSFO San Francisco. I'm going to ask you kind of a serious question here. How do you how do you feel about the Oakland Raiders coming back to Oakland? You know, I'm very interested in that and uh, I just got finished reading Howard Cosell's book. I never played the game mm-hmm. and uh, he spends about one third to one half of the book talking about how, uh, basically, um, how owners, especially in the NFL, basically rape the fans and rape cities because uh, of uh, how cities will ignore problems such as homeless and health and things like that to keep teams mm-hmm. in the city, which is happening in San Francisco right now. Um, I say Davis left, let him stay away because mm-hmm. uh, he's already. Well, it's, totally it's, it's wrong to play with fans' emotions and their loyalty like that. Because what's to keep them from leaving again when he comes that's, back? Well, that's my point exactly, is, is that why have them come back when they're still, you know... Hey, buddy. When they left, why did they leave in the first place then? Was it for money? Obviously. Yes, you know, definitely. And, and uh, how much more money, and they expect to come back and then they can shove the Coliseum personnel around, it seems to me. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And if, this, um, if the Raiders want to move anywhere... I can't believe that people would say, hey, come on back. That's that's awfully forgiving of them, and I can understand that they are still fans. I realize Al Davis for what he is. But uh, if they're going to move on, let them spend their own money to build a new stadium someplace else, whether in in Irwindale or Sacramento. I mean, let them spend their own money. They've they've jerked us around enough. Sure. Let them play in Irwindale, and they can drink all the Miller they want. Whatever they want. Um... Welcome, Jeff, and let's have a couple of Miller Lights. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, light tastes great, and stunt professionals like us don't want to get filled up. You were a stunt man, Uke? Sure was, Jeff, except I never did stunts on TV. No, sir, I did mine on the radio. A radio stunt man, eh? I never heard of that. Think you could do some of your stunts for us? Absolutely, Jeff, my boy. For my first stunt, I'll be jumping into a pail of water from 60 feet. That was good, Uke. Thanks. You really got to keep your feet close together. This is me against a bunch of ninja warriors. Excellent, Uke. Thanks, Jeff. Let's have a couple of more Miller Lights, and I'll do some more stunts for you. Go ahead, Uke. Knock yourself out. Okay. Uke. Uke, speak to me. Hey, that was fun. Ventura. Rocco Bialy has been our producer tonight. Peter Clay has been our engineer. I'm Ron Barr. Thank you, gang, for joining us. Join us tomorrow night for America's Sports Talk Show, Sports Byline USA. Take care, everybody. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Irene. Irene, you're on the air. Is this-
Yeah, I'll just tie. What? Thank you. Thank you very much. What about what about what about? Hey, Irene. Yes. Irene, how do you feel about Pumpin' Peter Clay, the host of the All American Show? I have no comment on that. Okay. I just wanted to ask. Thanks, Irene. Irene. It's now time to check in on the Bellman Cousins. I'm one of these annoying people that I know. I'm, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I know enough things to cause trouble. And there's just, <laughs> I learn things and, the, and things just don't make sense to me. So for about oh, four or five years now, I've been uh, following this uh, class from the uh, University of California, Berkeley. Uh, called Physics for Future Presidents. And there was, it was originally done by uh, Professor Richard Muller, and you may see him on CBS News every now and then whenever there's a climate issue or anything like that. He's retired from this class now that he founded. Uh, some Russian dude is doing it now. But he pops up every now and he talks about global warming and he, he does these things. So my question to you is about the electric car. And so in studying physics and all these things, something in in this doesn't make sense to me, that an electric car loaded with lithium-ion batteries can, you know, on full charge, can only basically go about 76 miles. It can go a little more if you're commuting, but, like, if you were driving, you know, let's say I was driving out to California, I would need to stop and charge somewhere along the line. And I thought... Basically, since um, with a hybrid, there's still moving parts. Why can't you use something in the vehicle, something that's moving? Isn't that what an alternator does to charge the, the car battery for to start and all that stuff? Why wouldn't there be something in there that could keep power going all the time? So basically, all you would need, because I, I, I use lithium-ion for, well, I'm using it for my phone and all these different things that you can't just, you know, even if you let it sit for a week, you'd want to, you know, charge it up to keep it going. So I can understand if you didn't use it for a couple of days, you'd want to charge. But then once I got it started, why can't I just keep going? Well, I think what you're trying to invent there is perpetual motion, and you can't do that. So you, you couldn't have an alternator on your electric motor to charge itself because the extra horsepower required to spin the alternator to charge the batteries is going to make the engine work harder or I mean the motor and drain the batteries faster so you it it just won't work hmm. <laughs> now you know that's why the hybrids are popular because um, at low speeds and in town the electric motor is primarily what's functioning um, and then when the demands to go faster or uphill or require more power um, are greater than what the electric motor can do, then the gas engine starts up and essentially takes over. Hmm. Okay. Because my, and maybe I, again, I'm, I'm misremembering something here, is that one of the things that would charge the battery would be kind of this retroactive. So if you were braking or that, that energy, that that's being created by that. That's, you know, that's what makes you lose uh, gas mileage in the first place is that you're, you're in motion and you're using now energy to stop yourself. So that this, this force of motion here then is what 
you know, was then being converted into power into into the hybrid. One of the things. There was other things too. I thought. So there are. Well, yeah, they have a, a regenerative braking, so that when you're not accelerating, um, you know, take your foot off the gas, the computer system goes, "Oh, he's not requiring any energy to make this car go faster. Let's let the motor now turn into a generator." and charge the batteries for, you know, the 30, 40 feet as you coast to a stop. Okay, I guess that's the question I'm asking is there's got to be something. Because, okay, so in a, a nuclear power plant, okay, in order to generate the power, it's using, it, I guess it doesn't matter whether it's coal or nuclear or whatever it is, it's using steam, it's using something or other to push something, you know, cylindrically, at a fast speed, and, and then and that generates electricity. So it's whatever energy it can use to spin something, you know, whether it be water flowing down or coal or nuclear or whatever. So that's, I guess, what I'm saying is you have four wheels that are moving all the time. Why isn't there something there that's, that's generating energy to to get these batteries going so that you can go longer distances? That's my question. Well, there's, you know, there's friction involved. I mean, it takes horsepower to spin these alternators if you wanted to you know put generators or alternators or whatever at all four wheels that's all well and good but it that would it's it's a drag on the vehicle okay so now the motor has to work harder use up more battery and in the end you lose you can't generate more electricity than you can um than you're using and welcome back to antique corner i am dr peter clay joined as usual by dr richard harrington and we are going to talk about antiques and richard i've been uh going over this uh persian flower vase why don't you give us a little uh detail about this uh, yes, uh, it, it's a beautiful piece, by the way, that was brought. It is very uh, beautiful, yeah. Uh, it comes from the uh, early 13th, uh, 13th century. Yeah. Uh, it's got the tubular spouch, which is, spouts, which is one of the uh, definite defining characters of such a piece. Absolutely. It, was, it, it made it uh, a favorite among uh, people at that time, and uh, particularly in Holland. Uh, Definitely, it, a lot of yeah, it popped up. The in Danish thing and all that stuff. So yeah, with the, the and it's just like Rick, be careful of the face. Oh, oh my God! Oh, well, there goes the the old. Uh, that's that's vase. It was worth about ten thousand dollars with yeah. all the pieces on the floor. I'd give it. Uh, I'd sell it for about a buck twenty-five in a baggie at this point. Uh, the Windsor chair. Well, that um, is. Uh, now you and I have always had disagreements about the Windsor chair because you like it, and I I I was never intrigued by the claw feet or the. The, the the carvings on the sides were just they weren't attractive to me. Well, I find it fascinating. It was purchased by J.P. Morgan, one of the great uh, rich men of our time, and and so it, the craftsmanship of of the Windsor chair, um, I've always rather enjoyed. And I always them. thought they were crap. Um, uh, sitting on them, you know, they didn't feel good. They were crickety. Um, that one that you sat on and broke that day. Yeah. I, 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 I don't put any solitude into, into that particular piece. Um, normally mm-hmm. made out of uh, ashwood, um, and sometimes burnt ashwood even. Uh, 
uh, and it would it, sometimes splinters in the ass would occur, and it just the lacquer wasn't well, and it would chip off. And then uh, I, I have a real problem with that, and the it definitely the craftsmanship uh, was just not good, um, and and that hideous pink color that it came in did nothing for me. I I felt uh, very in, it felt intrusive. It didn't feel good. Uh, and then to fit the girthy butt of a larger man or woman, it, it you couldn't slide the buttocks into the back part of the chair. Tune in next time for Antiques Corner um, with had, Doctors uh, that, Richard Harrington and Doctor. And then the Peter high Clay. price that it went out at Thank it was you. just it was being sold for such large dollars. <laughs> Like a pound, Minute Maid orange juice, just one nineteen a can. Kraft macaroni and cheese, fifty nine cents a box. Planters peanuts, one ninety nine a can or jar. So come and feel the hard to beat prices at your local for sure fine food center. Prices good through February fifteenth. Okay, I think we're gonna do it. Uh, you're sounding a little bit monotonous when you when you do that. So you guys sound like a professional here. So just kind of you know when you when you do uh, each you know each item's gotta be. Sorry. Other than that, what, what doing, am I supposed to do? Like. Farmland smoked hams are just 89 cents a pound. Gold ripe bananas, 29 cents a pound. Minute made orange juice, 119 a can. <laughs> Farmland smoked hams are just 89 cents a goddamn pound. Oh! God damn it, come on down and all the ladies will give me more hams. Yes! Is that a little bit better, Pete? Or uh, what, you know? <laughs> no, it's seriously. Oh, okay. What kind of variants are we talking about here, Lowe? Just like, you know, explain it to me. Show me. Feel the power. Quit doing that. <laughs> One of the things, Mike, that's been pointed out over the course of today and last night after the game is that you seem resigned to the fate after the game, that there wasn't much fire in you, and you sort of stood up before the media and said, well, you know, this is the way it is. We... Uh, are you resigned to this fate? Is well, you're, you're the same guy that wrote about me when I did have the fire, that that was the wrong thing to do. So who are you crapping? Well, I'm just Don't asking. Don't crap me now. No, 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 no. The four. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's a gay bar. Well, besides that, um, how do you how 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 far? Doctor, how far? No, no, just, just slow I, it down. I sounded like bit. a Chinese person. Ha ha ha! Or uh, a woman having a bad orgasm. I'm not quite sure, but uh, I, I I wouldn't either. <laughs> Only good orgasms, as far as I'm concerned. Phones uh, are lighting up now, Pete. Yes. Uh, how do you feel? How's your? Uh, how do you go back as far as uh, classical television is concerned? Well, I don't. 
have the Dude, do you remember shows videos you have? Well, obviously, I don't mean. That but your video mean, file. Yeah, um, you know, but you know, I am excessively wealthy and uh, yes. can handle that. Well, stuff. true, you're not our personality. Uh, dude, stop asking me these <laughs> stupid questions, okay? Just let me talk. I am I'm the sorry, host Peter. of this show. Oh, I'm talking about Pecker again. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, I know. I'm gaining illiterates by this expression. But I think I'm trying to talk to the public here. I'm trying to see how they understand. The only way I understand is if I speak to... I'm extremely wealthy, okay? I am rich, okay? I have loads of cash. Pretty are baby. you happy now? <laughs> Rick, I know what you're thinking. What's that, Pete? You're thinking about how you're going to prepare your lawnmower for the upcoming season. No, actually, I was thinking about how my hemorrhoids have been acting up lately. <laughs> I <and> do this. <laughs> okay, Chuck, if you were the Bears' general manager, what would you do with their overabundance of first-round draft picks? Good wow, question. wow, 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 wow. Good Chris, question. I'll tell you what I would do right now. If I happen to be Bill Tobin of the Chicago Bears... And, Bill, if you're listening, I love you. You've done a great job. I would go after Tony Mandrich so fast your head would spin. Really? I would give up all three number ones to get that pick. Now, people are saying, Chuck, you're crazy. Can one guy make a difference? I'm telling you, Tony Mandrich, if he happened to come to Chicago, he would play on the offensive line for 15 years. You won't have to worry about this guy. This guy is going to be all pro and will end up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 100. Give me a break to talk, will you? Well, now that we know what station we're listening to and what show we're listening to, uh, we can just about end the hour. (laughs) We're back. I'm Peter Clay uh, hosting the show. Before we go, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, I'd still like to thank Steve Zapatero for coming to the studio. I'm missing your bus, I know it, but uh, don't worry. You're going to help me uh, fix my tire now, too. (laughs) Uh Uh Thank Along you, with a, an, it was another a pleasure being here. Another person, but before I got to tell you this, I'm going over. I thought the Topeka Sizzlers was a funny name. Get this, the Cleveland Crunch. <laughs> what is now, that? I, I'm serious. This is a major indoor soccer league. And I thought it was the Cleveland Force. Well, they changed. They changed to the Crunch. They, they changed. They're the Crunch. The Cleveland now. Crunch. That, yep. Uh, let's see here. They signed midfielder. Charlie Green to a one-year contract. How about that? Excellent. And if you're a major indoor soccer league fan, St. Louis has been awarded a franchise. They already had one. It was the St. Louis Steamers. Uh, you're they right. They used to play in Joe Louis Arena. That's right. But uh, they... They went away and came back? I guess they're... You're asking me stupid questions. I don't know. I you know, I actually was a very, very big fan of, I, I have of some, Major Indoor Soccer League when I was in high school. When, yeah, when it, when, re- it, when it first came out. I did out. a big report on it. In, when it, uh, when they were on the USA Network, uh, they were a big deal, I yeah. thought, as well. And the San Francisco Fog were here. Were you here then, or were you still No, I was Wisconsin? gone. Uh, I was watching them on USA Network. I think one of my favorite teams was the Chicago Sting. Yes. Yes. Yes, Sting. Which was a major, uh, a, a national, North, was North American Soccer League team as well. Oh, okay. So I'm talking about the MISL and the San Francisco Fog. Okay, here we go. I got, uh, I got some news here. Tony yeah, Mandrich. Tony Mandrich, the uh, unsigned draft pick of the Green Bay Packers, was one of several weightlifters turned away, turned away from a, a Whittier, California gym after it was seized by USF, uh, U.S. Marshals. The action at the Uptown Gym was a follow-up to a raid last month in which steroids and cocaine... Ooh. 
Whoa, how about that? It's 11.59. Once again, I'd like to thank Steve Zavatero for coming in the studio. Thanks, Pete. It's always interesting to uh, be on your show. Yeah, it usually is. <laughs> uh, and what can I say? What more can I say about the job of Darren Peck today? Uh, it's been incredible. Um, they don't call him the Pecker for nothing. <laughs> every time, every time. I got I'm your host, Peter Clay, and I've enjoyed sitting in for Noah these past couple of weeks. Uh, Noah will be back next week, but Darren and I will be back a week after that, filling in. Uh, hopefully, I hope, uh, unless uh, we. That's right, though. So I don't. So maybe it's a couple of weeks before we're back, but I hope you enjoyed it. It's noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Isn't that great? <laughs> I'm Peter Clay. Thank you very much. And. Back to Celeste Perry with more rock and roll classics on 560 KSFO, KYAFM 93.3. You've been listening to The Noah Griffin Show on KSFO, KYAFM. Tune in every Sunday morning from 7 to 10 here on 560 KSFO, KYAFM 93.3. Well, that's going to do it for this inaugural edition of Radio Affliction tuning radio all the great hits from my past 25 years in broadcasting 20 years of harry clay productions and 15 years of the radio affliction well i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did uh more to come because that was just a stack full of cassettes and some things i've already had on the computer i got more cassettes i haven't even gotten to the mini discs yet and some other things that i've got on cd and so lots of stuff coming on we got more comedy bits more interviews and oh yes we did a game show Ooh, so stay tuned for more you can follow us on twitter at radio affliction and all the rest of the stuff uh, for updates, more podcasts, and uh, everything else going on is at RadioAffliction.com. Please help support Radio Affliction programs and help us keep going another 25 years. Holy smokes, I'd be 68 then. Ho, ho, ho. Anyway, to help keep us going, shop MCDMall.com. Please do that. Uh, 3,500 stores. That's right, 500 more stores since I this show first began. And you can get those all just uh, when you sign up. Uh, in the email box, if a friend referred you, please be my friend and put in my personal email address, claymate777 at gmail.com and uh, shopmcdmall.com today. And I also want to thank archive.org. They provided the bandwidth. We thank them and we love them. So, but wait, don't go away just yet. The last thing on tuning radio... I'll kick off a solid gold weekend. We'll see you next time on Radio Affliction Tuning Radio. KSFO KYAFM, it's Friday, it's 12 o'clock. Let's get started on a solid gold weekend.